What's going on, guys? It's your host, Jordan Richards. Welcome to the Real Life Podcast, episode three. And I just want to start off this podcast with a little bit of gratitude. Um, I finally got this podcast approved on Apple Podcasts, and I put it out on Twitter. And I cannot tell you how shocked I was with the amount of support from the people who follow me from fantasy football and all these other different affiliations. And it was truly humbling for me. It was truly humbling to see the amount of people say, yeah, you know, I'm going to listen. I'm going to check it out. I'm subscribed. I rate, reviewed it, even though it has nothing to do with football. And that was honestly one of the main drivers for me wanting to put this podcast together was that it does have nothing to do with about football, nothing to do with football at all. And there's so many podcasts already out there about football, about fantasy football. I was like, I don't need to do that more. I'm already guessing on podcasts. Sometimes I'm already deep in the space. I just didn't feel like it was a good use of my time because I am already so deep into that community. I could add even more value. I could make more videos. I could write more articles, but it's not something that I'm going to, that I think is going to grow me as a creator. And that's one of the things that I'm going to talk about in this episode is how I've decided to change the way I approach things to help me grow as a creator. But first and foremost, I wanted to talk about this, talk about that moment, what it felt like to see people liking, retweeting, sharing, um, giving me feedback on the podcast once I kind of put it out a bit more formally. But what I would say in that I felt a tremendous amount of pressure. It, I don't even know how to describe it to you guys because like, I was I was legitimately worried. I was legitimately scared, not about the reception or someone saying your podcast sucked. I'm I'm not really afraid of that anymore just because of certain takes with fantasy football. People tell you you're wrong, whatever. You know, Twitter is what it is, and you have to be able to take those lumps. But it was actually the amount of reception of people saying, wow, you know, when Jordan does something, I want to listen or I want to check it out, like I'm subscribed. It, it legitimately made me nervous. I'm like, wow, like this is just kind of supposed to be a hobby. And when I said in my actual like comment about the podcast, it's more for me just as much as it is for you. But I do want everyone to take something from it. Um, the reception I got made me genuinely very nervous, very nervous about what I'm going to do, how I'm going to add value to these people daily, um, weekly, however often I do this podcast to make sure that they're getting something out of it. I hope that when you're listening to me talk, you're not just listening because you saw some of my other work and you like it. I hope you genuinely take something from it and I hope to add value in your life. Most importantly, I want you to escape from whatever it is you're going on right now. I was talking to one of my boys, Jay, and I wanted to give him a quick shout out at the beginning of this pod as well. His Twitter is G-Man-J, which means he's a Giants fan, and I hate that, but he's a very, very good dude, and he went through a really tough time over the weekend because his wife has strep throat, and she had to get tested for coronavirus, and thankfully, she wasn't positive. He, and he was telling Twitter that he's basically, he's at risk. He's someone who has um, issues himself, and so if his wife got coronavirus, he could be in deep trouble as far as his own health goes, and obviously his family, extended family, etc., um, so it was great to see him be cleared kind of of the coronavirus scare. And for all of us, honestly, even for me, uh, I didn't tell anybody, but I had my own issues with coronavirus this week. I had to get tested on Friday because one of my friends tested positive who I hung out with on Monday, which was scary enough in itself. So I had to get tested on Friday. I had to get, you know, the deep nose test thing. It hurt like hell, but thankfully on Sunday, my results came back negative and I could just enjoy football the way I normally would outside of my room, quarantining, etc. Um, so that was a blessing for me. And I wanted to give a quick shout out to Jay. I hope your wife is doing well. Um, I know we talked yesterday, but I hope that everything's good with you and 
continues to get better as far as your wife's health goes and the family and all of that. So I want to give him a quick shout out because I know that he was dealing with a lot this weekend. And like I mentioned in previous episodes, this is about um, sharing with people and uh, getting to know people better and talking about like real things going on in our lives and connecting with people, making sure people are okay, supporting each other. And I would really encourage all of you, if you're listening right now, um, unless you're TK, because I know TK shares everybody's stuff. I want you to go out and I want you to share someone else's work that you admire that you wouldn't normally do unless you listen to this podcast because there's so many people out there who do a lot of great work and we all take in their work, but we don't actually pay it forward for that person. And the um, the amount of reception I got with this podcast and all of that really humbled me. And like I said, it made me a little bit scared about kind of the next episode and how I would continue to provide value and just the overall angst, like I talked about before, about starting something new without really having a plan and just kind of doing it. And I'm going to touch on some of the reasons why I'm very proud of this podcast as well in this episode, but just going out and sharing someone else's work who maybe you normally wouldn't otherwise, maybe you don't even know if they follow you or you don't know if they even know who you are, but if you admire their work, I want you to let them know whether it's in a DM, whether it's sharing their stuff on social media, telling your friend about it, whatever, whatever it is, I want you to go out there and I want you to pay it forward for the great work that they do and acknowledge their work. And that's something I'm going to do this week as well with a few people whose work that I really enjoy. But I just wanted to touch on that briefly. Some of the things that have been going on with me this week and uh, some of the things that I want to talk about going forward and how I want to kind of build this community and this podcast and the group of people who listen to it to support each other, to support um, other people, family members, whoever, with everything they're going through, not just what your mutual interests are, you know, have those uncomfortable conversations and grow together rather than just kind of growing separately or taking away from those moments that could be very special um, and a way to really deeply connect with someone because you're just too afraid to have a conversation that really shouldn't be that hard to have. Um, obviously people are sensitive and you don't want to intrude on their space, but if someone's willing to listen and talk, um, the right people will be open, honest, and willing to have those conversations in order to better understand somebody and, um, gain a better perspective. Like we can all learn from looking at what happened with the presidential election. It was very diaposed as far as everyone's position. People felt strongly no matter which side you're on. And so now it's time to just stop all the hate and just kind of bring people together for a greater purpose. And that's just a better universe, a better planet, whether you're living in the United States or not. It's just about bringing people back together again and kind of getting rid of that whole divide that you see um, kind of across the world, honestly. But kind of getting back to this episode in particular, I wanted to touch on some of the things that I'm I'm doing personally right now. It's It's Monday. And so it's kind of getting back into the flow of things. And I've been really struggling with um, just kind of taking the next step and a lot of things I'm going through. And I had a few people reach out to me and say, wow, like it's crazy to hear you say these words because they're going through the same things. And that's, and that's really validating for me. Um, not only from the standpoint that I'm not alone, but also to help other people realize they're not alone as well. And that I'm using my voice in a way that people can resonate with my words and realize that they're not alone either and if they need someone to talk to about it they can come to me or someone else in their group that maybe can help them figure out certain things um but for me today is all about planning it's my mom's birthday so i'm gonna be spending a lot of time with her and i'm trying to just kind of get this out to you guys because it's just been a lot on my mind i don't know if i'm gonna do this 
weekly or I'm going to do it two a week. I kind of want to do two a week, but the problem is I'm not doing enough right now. And so I wouldn't really have enough to talk about, but I definitely want to try and get into like one or two a week to just like hop on, tell you guys how I'm feeling, the things I'm going through. And um, just to connect with you guys more often, because there's just so many things that I feel like we can learn from each other that whether it's through my voice or just hearing the voices of other people and me sharing that, um, we can all learn a lot from each other. And so I want to kind of get up to two a week, maybe at some point. But for now, I'm just going to try and do probably one a week, hit hit you guys up with what I've been doing the last week, things I've been noticing, things I've been paying attention to, and kind of the things that are changing in my life going forward. But so the big thing for me today is planning. Um... I'm a scatterbrain in a lot of ways, and for a long time, that really worked for me, especially when it came to schoolwork, because I just was able to always remember things, but I, it's not that I don't remember things now, it's just I have so many different passions, like I've mentioned, going on, that it's difficult for me to really stay on top of all these things, and so because of that, it's really forced me to become more organized, buying a you know a daily planner, buying calendars, having whiteboards, of just where I can write things down, and the most important thing that people will always tell you is having that visual aid as much as we want to be, you know, independent, rely on our memories and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to remember. Don't worry. I'm smart. My memory's not going. I'm not even old or anything like it's natural. Things get in the way. We get distracted and we have to need these visual cues in order to remember things. And so just simply writing something down and seeing it every day will help you remember to do all these things. And so that's why for me, my the way I work best and actually probably my most successful point in my life was when I was in university and I mentioned before I was in biochemistry I was a science major so my second year was really really busy for me especially my second my first semester sorry in second year I had basically eight to five o'clock class Monday to Thursday and then I worked on top of that about 20 to 25 hours a week and that's not crazy but it was like I was so regimented that I wasn't even afforded the time not to have fun, but I had to be so regimented or I wouldn't be able to get all my work done because basically I would have classes in the morning, I would have lab in the afternoon, and then I'd have to prepare for the next lab that same night. So basically I'd come home, I would do some lab notes and I would do a pre-lab for the following day and I would do that four times a week. And then the next week I would have to do a pre-lab and a and a lab from the week before to finish up all the work that I didn't get to over the weekend, whether I was working, partying, whatever. And so, but I, but the crazy part was, was that was probably my best year I ever had, best semester at least I ever had in university was because I wasn't afforded the time to screw up and I had to be so regimented in all the things I do. And so I look back at that moment and I think about how can I get that regimented again and how can I plan my life in a way that I can be afforded the same benefits that I saw back then into my daily life now. And so I'm really trying to find ways to keep myself busy and get on a schedule and stay on that schedule because it's very difficult uh, because I'm not working. So I don't have a set schedule in that respect. And I can kind of just do whatever I want. If I'm doing work for somebody, it's just whenever I get around to it, whenever I feel like it. And that, but that doesn't really work for me, even though I can meet deadlines and I can kind of work when I have to um, in order to get things done to meet those deadlines. It's still very difficult for me right now to find a way to get things done ahead of time because I'm, I am a procrastinator by nature. And so naturally I'm always waiting to the last minute to get things done. And it's caused me to really struggle as far as productivity goes, because if things aren't imminent and things don't have to be done, I kind of will just not do them one day. If I'm just like having a rough day, or I'm not really feeling great about myself or whatever is going on that day. I'll just say, ah, you know what? Tomorrow's a fine day. I'm still pretty available. I don't have a whole lot to do. So 
I just won't do it one day when really I need to try and, you know, push through that. And I would encourage everyone to push through that, to try to at least the thing I do the most is if I'm having a rough day, the least I can do for myself is plan the next day thoroughly, like completely throughout lock jam it with stuff I have to do everything that I have to do and must do even for a couple days after I want to make sure I plan as much into it as I can. And so I mentioned today is my mom's birthday, so I'm going to be pretty busy. I've been busy most of the day so far, and I don't really expect that to change, but I'm doing my best to at least prepare for the following week, prepare for the next couple weeks. So I know exactly what I have to do on each day to achieve the goals and plans that I'm going through in my mind right now. And so the big thing is just like finding certain opportunities of potential jobs I'm looking for, um, doing different types of work. Like I talked about potentially doing like a reel or I just kind of showcase my work and some things that I can do that I can show to somebody because if someone asks, I could point them to videos that I've done, but I can't really just point them to like a quick little piece to show them kind of my overarching skill set um, in a way that they'd be able to hire me off of a very simple, quick video that I could show them. And on top of that, you know, it's doing things like potentially doing YouTube, as I think I mentioned before, is something I've always wanted to do, but never really had the confidence, never really thought the reasoning behind it. I thought about um, remaking like viral TikToks and stuff. I thought that'd be really fun. It's just like a way to kind of build my skills and just like do something different. Um, not necessarily starting a TikTok to show to people, just like do different, more just more video editing techniques. And things like that just kind of build my skill set. But then the hardest part for me is like I have all these ideas, but I need to start regimenting it. I need to start planning my days and talking to some of my friends and saying, hey, like if we're going to do stuff, when do you want to do it? Can we set a time aside just so I can really plan out what I'm going to do when I'm going to do it? Because for me right now, especially during the week, I just it's like a free for all. It's I go see my girlfriend when she's free and maybe I do some work when I'm feeling like doing some work and I'll do some studying for real estate if I feel like doing that. And it's kind of just all over the place. People may ask me to be on a podcast last minute. Yeah, sure. I move some things around and I make it happen. But I think I do want to be more diligent in my approach to how I go about my time because it just helps me be more organized, stay on top of things and not have to guess as to where my productivity is coming from and just stay productive and kind of in that mode all the time. Um, one thing I will say that I've gotten a lot um, or one thing I will say that's helped me a lot is actually doing this podcast, like I've said, and like I said, I was going to touch on is that not only is this podcast giving me the freedom to explore some of the things that I've kind of neglected in the past, but the ability to just do something without really thinking about how I'm going to do it, what's going to become of it, and if it's going to be a success is something that I've really struggled with. And so one of the things I do a lot is I plan things out. Unless I'm very confident in my skills, it's rare that I'll do something without playing it out. And I'm not a podcaster like by any stretch, but I definitely thought this would be a good opportunity to try and just do something that isn't too difficult. Um, but definitely, you know, sharing your ideas, your thoughts is something that's very hard for people to do. So it's kind of just combining two things that I really enjoy having deep conversations with people, um, interacting with people, sharing my knowledge, my experiences with other people, hopefully hoping that it helps them out. It's just a way to kind of combine that through the podcast medium, something I've never really done, never really tried, you know, editing the music, editing the sound, you know, editing my voice to make it sound good so it doesn't sound bad in your ears, all these different things that I've never really done without honestly hardly any preparation. I just decided one day that I wanted to do it. I recorded the trailer. I put that out, sent it to a few people, recorded the first episode the next day, sent that to a few people. Next thing you know, I'm like, okay, it's out. Listen to it, blah, blah, blah. And okay, now it's on Spotify. A few days later, it's on Apple Podcasts. And it just kind of snowballed from there. And like I said, I was that's what made me so nervous was that I got 
you know, not a massive reception, but enough that I felt like people were, you know, they wanted something from me and they want, maybe they wanted more and whether it wasn't explicitly said by anyone, it just, it definitely put that pressure on to make me think, wow, like people really want to hear like what I have to say and are willing to support me in a way that I didn't necessarily expect because I just thought it was just something I was doing for fun and hopefully people listen. But if they didn't, it, I, it really didn't concern me. But the amount of people that said they wanted to listen, they wanted to hear more, really, it hit me hard. And it, honestly, it did make me even a little bit emotional just to think, wow, like all these people are legitimately listening to me and they're giving me on top of that, they're giving me feedback. They're saying like, I really appreciate what you're doing or, you know, you could always do something like this or yeah, it's really nice to hear you talk about these things because it's not easy to hear from people you know closely or talk about it with them. And so it's easier to hear it through your voice, through your medium, through your own experiences and the kind of the things you're doing to overcome, whether it's your anxieties, your social pressures, your uh, lack of success, your ability to chase your dreams and all the various things I'm trying to do kind of through my life right now that I hope that people can take from it. And I talked about this on a podcast recently um, with my friend Neil on the Clock Dodgers podcast because we talked about um, chasing his dreams. And I, I don't know if it was on the show or after the show, he talked about how he started doing podcast editing just kind of as like a small thing on the side. And it's really pushed me to kind of try and get more involved in the video space because he's someone who I actually asked about, you know, buying microphones, audio interfaces, all this stuff, because I know that he's super into it. He edits his own podcast. And then, like I said, he does podcast editing on top of that. And so he really inspired me to say like, yeah, sometimes you got to just work hard at it. You're not always going to be recognized for the things you can do. But, you know, I had to just get my foot in the door and now I'm doing, you know, a little bit less work for a little bit more pain. It's just easier. You know, you don't have to be grinding all the time, but you definitely have to start more. And so hearing him tell that story, I was like, wow, like maybe he's right. You know, I thought that I was going about things the right way. But maybe I need to just like say fuck it and just start grinding again, start pushing to get my foot in the door certain places and show more without expecting people to recognize my work for what it is. And that's kind of the most difficult part, not to say that I'm like the best or I deserve my recognition and people should just ask me to do stuff because they've already seen my work because I'm not overly well known. But definitely there was some aspect to say, like if someone asked me if I could do something, I could just show them it in a video and they'd be like, oh, cool. Awesome. Like you can do that. But people aren't actively looking for that. You really have to add, show them that value before you even get your foot in the door. Like if you want to work for a company, you have to add that value sometimes even before you ever even go to see them. And one of my friends, um, Deepak taught me that like he, what he did was he made like a whole website for Huawei and Huawei offered him a job to be their like marketing coordinator, which is insane. Like Huawei, if you don't know them, like a massive smartphone company now, but they were, relatively small back then when he did it but he knew they were um advancing they were a really smart company out in china and so he legitimately got like an interview with them he built them like a whole website and he's like yeah you can do all these things and he was able to basically get uh, i think he talked to the vice president and she offered him a job directly uh he would have to just come to china work there and he's just like a single guy chilling so he's in and so he could have done it if he wanted to um but he chose not to because it just wasn't the right fit for him or whatever something kind of came up but he really, he kind of helped like Neil's, like I was talking about with Neil, it's about adding that value for a company even before you ever work for them. And I get people don't want to work for free, but in some respects, it's a way to get recognized and more importantly, show them that you want to work for them. Someone who will do work for someone for free without ever even getting offered pay or even being 
approached about a job is someone who wants to work for you. And so if someone's willing to provide you that value before you ever do anything for them or even know them, that's someone that you want to have on your side because they're going to ride with you. They're going to help you out. They're going to go the extra mile for you because they showed that before they ever even were introduced to you. And so for me, that's something that I've definitely tried to approach. I always try to go above and beyond in the things that I do. And it's something that I've always strived to do, especially when people ask me to do certain things, because there's always a skill to be learned, especially in the video space, especially in editing, all these kind of creative spaces. You can always try and go the extra mile, unless you're like the best of the best, where your work is your work and it's kind of hard to make it that much better. There's always a way to improve your work. There's always a way to go that extra mile. And so if someone may ask for a certain thing and you can do exactly what they ask, but maybe you also put your own spin on it on top of that. And so you give them both deliverables and you let them choose. Do you want to do your kind of bland idea that you came up with to start? Or do you want to do my kind of creative spin on what you wanted to do? Because ultimately you should always view yourself as the expert unless you're working with another expert. And so if someone comes to you about a project and they say, Hey, I want you to do this. And they're not really familiar with the medium or the target audience, but they know what they want, but it's still your job to be that expert and deliver in a way that is engaging for them and deliver the things they want to deliver and the information they want to get across, but also make it better for the viewing public and the people who are ultimately going to be engaging with that in that piece, whatever it is, whether it's an article, whether it's a graphic, whether it's a video, you need to put your own creative spin on it because ultimately you're the creator and you should know your the target audience. You should know the target audience as much as the actual company does at least enough to really help engage with that work. Unless these companies are massive multi-million dollar companies, then you're going to be working probably with smaller businesses that don't really know marketing that well or are trying to get their foot in the door with Facebook ads or Instagram ads or maybe it's a small little YouTube page or just like short videos to help promote their website. These are all things that they're going to need your help with, your assistance with, even if it's something like podcasting. Maybe they want to do a podcast for their real estate company or something like that. It's it's very simple to say, hey, these are the kind of things you'll need. This will make it sound better. And these are things that all of us can do. You know, people who are listening to podcasts now, some of us are very into podcasting and you, we could easily translate those skills to say, oh yeah, like I have a podcast. Do you want me to help you start a podcast? Do you want me to be a consultant on your podcast? I have a friend who does a podcast right now. And um, one of them is a sound engineer. So he's really good with all that stuff, setting up microphones, all these different things. And so I work with him a little bit to kind of just pick ideas and different aspects of podcasting and music and all those different stuff. But one of the things is that like all of us who have an interest in podcasting, we could transition that into a potential you know, career or even just like a side hustle to say like, yeah, you want to start a podcast. You want to do something like everyone has a podcast. And that was one of the biggest monuments for me to overcome and say like, okay, everyone has a podcast, but nobody like you has a podcast. And I truthfully believe that I truth, truthfully believe that there is so many people out there, but nobody, nobody is like Jay rich. And I, I believe that with every part of my being, because People just aren't like me. I just don't think people think like me. I think that I offer a unique perspective, like I've mentioned before on previous episodes. And that's one of the reasons why the hurdle of everyone and their mom has a podcast. I don't think that applies to me. I'm like, yeah, everyone and their mom who is white in their basement, whatever, has a podcast, but not everyone like me has a podcast. Not everyone who's as charismatic as me has a podcast. Not everyone who has a perspective like me has a podcast. And that's why I think that this podcast could be a lot more successful than everybody else who just has a podcast. 
kind of getting back to the point about being regimented and trying all these different things is that for me, like I want to start planning out my days a lot, but I also want to start looking and targeting companies and people that I want to work for and try to add value to them before I ever work for them or approach them about a job because that's what, like I said, that's one of the best ways to get your foot in the door anywhere, but it's difficult because in the creative space, in some aspects, you have to have certain levels of knowledge and things, or at least certain equipment to help you get to a certain level to take yourself to that job. And so that's one of the things I'm struggling with right now is just, I want to be able to do a lot, but I do feel like whether it's my skill isn't quite there or my equipment to get things done the way I want to do them isn't quite there, which is tough, which is very tough. And that's, that's probably one of my biggest lapses in judgment is that I do feel in some respects, like you kind of have to spend the money to get to a certain place creatively, which isn't true. Like it's not true at all. It's never been true. If you really want to do something, like I think I saw a story about some kids in Nigeria who remade a video trailer that went like completely viral. I forget what the movie was. It was a movie trailer that went completely viral and they made it with like whatever cameras, gimbals, and like uncle bought them some gimbals and they just like remade this trailer. And next thing you know, like Netflix is in Nigeria giving these kids like red cameras, which are like a hundred thousand dollars, like a camera that I dream to own one day and just saying, yeah, like film some cool stuff and we'll like put it on Netflix, which is insane. Like these are just kids who just like are having fun shooting for the love of shooting. And they literally basically made it like they basically made it and they just wanted to have fun. And that's what I need to start doing. I need to start creating more to have fun. And that's one of the things I want to kind of regiment into my schedule is just creating to have fun and creating to create um, to help hone my skills practice new things because it's something I don't do enough I work off of inspiration a lot but like I mentioned as far as writing and why I don't write is because I need to be inspired to write sometimes I need to be inspired to create as well but I need to start pushing those limits of inspiration and start to find inspiration all over the place whether it's creating a short film about my mom because I, I see her every day because I'm always home or it's about my brother and his dance career or my other brother who honestly just sits in the basement or my dad and kind of the things that he goes through just like different ways to express that creativity and storytell and practice because there's so many things going on like I said I feel like there's so many things going on for me personally but yet none of it is being documented in any way and I feel like there's so much I should be saying and should be capturing, but I'm kind of too afraid to capture it. I'm kind of too afraid that it's going to be boring or it's going to be not quite, not quite come out the way I want it to. But I think that this podcast is a testament to me saying that I'm wrong because this is something that I thought, you know, would, could be boring and might not be very engaging and people wouldn't want to listen to. But I think in some respects, I've already proven myself wrong and it, and it only takes one person to resonate with my work for me to say, yeah, you know what, you were, you were wrong and you don't need to touch a hundred thousand people every day just to make a difference in the world. And that, and that's what my whole philosophy has become with this podcast is that even if it's just one or two or three, 22, 23 year old guys that are kind of like me, but, and just trying to figure out their life. Maybe they just finished university. Maybe they're in high school and they're really creative and they're not sure what to do. Maybe they just need that voice that voice, whether it's in their head, whether it's my voice, whether it's someone that they're close to, to say, you know what, like you can do it, but you're going to need to put in some work. You need to put in some effort. You're going to need to really figure things out, but it will come for you. It will come for you in time and it will come for you when the time is right. And when you're ready to take that next step. And I truly believe that. I truly believe that 
you can jump into something without knowing what you're doing. But in some respects, you do want to be honing those skills continuously until you finally reach where you're intended to be. And that's how I feel about my own skills. I definitely am not ready in some aspects of my own creativity, but I know that whether it's through working through it or at least forcing myself to work through it, that's how I'm going to grow consistently and learn new skills and develop new things. And it's just like I said about reaching out to people and and collaborating is so important as well. Um, like one things I want to do is I want to reach out to new businesses and try to do some work from that for them for free with hopes that it will help me build a portfolio and create more and just practice in general because there's so many things living in a smaller town that isn't fully developed and, and crazy, crazy busy with photographers and videographers and stuff. There's definitely a lot of opportunity there. And if you're doing things for free, then no one's ever going to say no for the most part. And most people have crappy websites with shitty photos or shitty videos. And I could easily improve that. Like that's something I could do in my sleep because that's just a skill set that I've already been developing and honing. But it's then how do I take that to the next step and how do I build off of that? And whether it's podcast and whether it's art, whether it's video, whether it's you know, even just your own personal career, if you are in a department and you want to switch departments, why aren't you then collaborating with these other departments to help you get to where you want to go? Even if you don't know anyone in that department, it could just be one of the younger guys or maybe even a senior management guy to just kind of say, hey, like, what do you do? What are you about? Um, I've been thinking about getting in here. But some people are afraid to have those conversations. And honestly, I'm one of those people. I'm very reserved, um, especially in the workplace. Most people won't really know kind of where I am, who, I, who I'm talking to, who I'm like, what department I'm in, whatever, because I just keep to myself. I get my work done. I go home. I chill. That's just the kind of person I am. But networking is becoming so much more important to me because I'm realizing the value of it. And if it's if you are in a big company and you're trying to kind of move around definitely working with those people and having those conversations to let them know that you're interested is is a way that you can get a lot further than just hoping one day you apply and it comes along because ultimately connections are everything and if you're not connected to the right people it's very difficult to get where you want to go and I think that I've learned that more than anything because I'm not a networking kind of guy I've been forced to kind of reinvent myself in a lot of ways to network with certain people and I've I've met some tremendous people that have helped me greatly as far as networking goes. And there's a lot I still need to learn, but I need to start learning from those people who are highly connected so I can continue to build myself up continually to get my name out there. And so people know who I am because there's so much out there that I feel is so untapped, but I don't have access to get the things that I want. And, and that's kind of where it's a bit of push and pull. It's like, do I have the skills? I probably do. Or maybe do those people know who I am? Hell fucking no. Hell no. They have no clue I exist. They have no clue I can help them because I haven't prepared myself, marketed myself correctly in a way that I'm able to do that for them in a way that they're able to reach out to me now and say, hey, Jordan, we saw what you did for this person, that person. Can you help us do the same thing or something similar? And that's what it comes down to is marketing yourself right, doing Instagram ads, preparing yourself on Facebook, however you choose to promote yourself or your business to ultimately get the things that you want, get the recognition that you want, and eventually have people come to you rather than you coming to them every time you need work, which is where I'm like, that for me is like so, so difficult because I feel like I know certain people, but as I mentioned, it's just about reaching out to them and asking them like, oh, how can I help you? What can I do for you? And it's the question I always come back to because it's a very difficult conversation for me to have. There was one guy who approached me about his company 
and he's like, hey, I want you to be involved. Um, I want you to try it out. It was like this fitness company. And what I'll say is that it was new. It was different. I never done it. I haven't been in the gym for a long time. I was like, okay, cool. We try it. We do some yoga. We do some breath work. We do, we work out in the gym. I was like, awesome. Like, that's really cool. And I told him, I was like, this is really cool, really fun. It'd be awesome if you could do this more often because um, he does it once a week. I'd be like, if you did it two, three times a week, no problem. That would be really great. But then after that, he called me. He's like, hey, how'd, how'd you like it? I told him, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, and he was like, oh, do you want to like sign up? And I was like, uh, so like, you want my money now? Like, it's so, and I'll, I'd never forget it because, and it's one of the reasons why I'm so hesitant to ask for money or to ask people for work because of conversations that I've had like this. I don't like being sold. I don't like feeling like I'm being sold to because it just turns me off from people and turns me off from a conversation. So he said, Hey, do you want to sign up? And I was like, Oh man, like, sorry, I can't like, like I'm unemployed. I can't just be like spending money on this stuff. Even if I do want to work out, I do want to do it. I just need like that money for whatever bills I have or potentially bills I might have in the future because I don't have any income. So I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe my car breaks down. I have to fix it. I like, I just need that reserve fund. Um, because it's really important to me for my financial security, like I mentioned before. And so, you know, he does, he does his little sales pitch. He's like, Oh, but you know, I just want you to be involved. I want to help you, blah, blah. And this, and like I've mentioned, I'm a bit of a cynic. Like if you tell me that you want to help me, I'll be like, fuck you. You can't help me for shit. I can help myself. And that's it. And that's, that's truly how I feel. Like, I do feel like people can help me. I do feel like people can support me. But at the end of the day, like I'm here for me and you're here for yourself. So don't try and tell me you're here for me. And I do tell you all, I do want to help you. I do want to help you, but I do know that you can help yourself if need be. I know you're all strong enough to do that. So I'm not trying to be a hypocrite. I'm trying to tell you that I want to help you. And I genuinely mean that. But at least for me, if someone tells me they want to help me and they don't seem genuine, especially when they're trying to sell me on something and they're trying to get my money, I'll be like, nah, you're not trying to help me. You're trying to get my money. And, you know, it's all we can do it with cash. We can do it under the table. You know, it doesn't have to be the full price. We can just kind of put it and you can pay me when you have the money. I'm like, nah, like I'm not going to do that. Like you're my friend. I'm not trying to do this to you. That's not how I operate. So that's what I'm trying to say. Like it's one of the things that really bothers me about people is people can be like that. And so. When I approach someone, if I was to approach someone about a video project and say, hey, I see what you guys are doing right now. It's great, but I think I could do a better job. They might be like, what the fuck? Like, who are you? Like, I don't know you. Why are you telling me that you can do a better job than I can do or than the person I have already hired to do the job can do? And this is where it kind of comes back to providing value before you ever meet the person. If someone's, if I say to someone, hey, I can do a better video than that and I send it to them, that is where they're saying, oh shit, like this guy's legit. He actually prepared this. This is like his introduction to me. He put some thought into this. He didn't just see a video and said, hey, that's shit. I can do better. He legitimately went out, reshoot, re-edited the video, made it his own and made it better, or at least in his opinion, better than the person who did it before did. That at least opens a conversation because then you're not saying, oh, I can do a better job, like kind of blatantly out of the blue. No one knows if you're good enough. You're literally showing them, I think I could do a better job than this. Here's what I have to offer. Do you want to talk about it? And to me, if they're going to respond to that, it's going to be because they like the video. If they don't like the video, they're probably not going to respond. And if they don't respond at all, maybe the video wasn't good enough. Maybe they just didn't care that you can do a better job because they like the person they have now. But at least that way, you're providing them some value, whether they respond to you or not. And if you reach out to them with that value, you're probably going to get a better response rate than if you just reach out with nothing. 
And so that's what I'm trying to say. If you were able to actually plan that out and you want to start building a clientele, if you're able to provide that value, work it into your schedule to provide that value, you're going to be way better off than if you're just reaching out to people and networking with nothing. Not to say that that won't work, but it's definitely a way that you can add value to people, like I've mentioned throughout this whole episode, without ever actually meeting them in the first place. Because plenty of people think they have a great product, but they don't. They don't. And you are smart enough to give them a better product. And I know that everyone listening can is smart enough to give them, give them a better product. Whether you're selling yourself, whether you're selling your services, no matter what you're selling, don't be too salesy and provide that value because you're proving you're proving to them that you're willing to work for them before they ever meet you, before they ever hire you, before they ever give you a dollar. And that says a lot more about you and how hard you're willing to work than anything else. And that's one thing that I've taken from a lot of people. Like I'm talking about with Neil, like I talked about with Deepak. These are all people that provided value and kind of at a cut rate before they were ever able to kind of make it. And even for me, I started working with Ray on YouTube channel and all this stuff for football. And that slowly turned into like a small little job at FTN and doing video work for them. And maybe that'll turn into something else. And being introduced to certain people and all these things, it's definitely a way that I'm able to slowly get my name out there, but it's not enough. Like it's never enough because this is just in one small space, but I want to be well known in multiple spaces. And so that's why for me right now, it's definitely kind of a struggle to say the least, because I'm still trying to learn a new skill and learn different ways I can network market myself. And that's something I'm going through right now is learning all of these skills to network market. But at the end of the day, I just have to do it. And that's where I, this podcast is so important to me because I came back and I just did it. I said, fuck it. Like, I'm going to do this podcast and I'm going to find a way to make it work. But I need to apply that to the rest of my life. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go out. I'm going to talk to people. I'm going to see what they're looking for. What do you need? How can I help you? Like I talked about in the previous episode, how can I help you? How can I help your product? How can I help your business? How can I be better for myself and for you to make a better product for your customers? And that's what it really comes down to is how do you regiment yourself? How can I regiment myself, my daily life, the things that I do to become better, not just for myself, not just for the people I'm working for, but ultimately for the customer in the end? Because what I deliver is a reflection of my skill set and all these different things. But I do think I do need to learn more on the job. I need to do more in the trenches. I need to work more. I need to grind more. I need to just take more opportunities for what they are and be happy that I have them rather than just kind of sit and wait for the next thing to come. I've been very complacent in that respect. And that's why I need to start regimenting my schedule more, planning things out, trying to get more opportunities um, without being too salesy. And so I would definitely say that that's just my own perspective. Some people are really good at selling themselves and they do so in kind of a charismatic fashion. Not everyone's like that though. And not everyone responds to that as well. So that's why it's not an approach that I necessarily take, but definitely for certain people, you know, you tell them, Oh, I can do better. They'll say, okay, fuck you show me, you know, and they'll, and they'll take that. They'll, they'll kind of take that a bit personally, but they'll challenge you to show them. And, and that's one thing that definitely, um, I would respond to in some respects is if someone says they could do better than what I can do, I'd be like, okay, cool. Like bet, let's see. And so it's just about how you approach people and, and getting to study the people that you want to approach, you want to talk to, you want to work with because everybody's different and everybody takes things a different way. So I definitely want to stress that you have to be methodical in your approach and everything that you do. And that's why I plan so hard. I plan, but I plan to a detriment in my own, as far as myself. And I know I plan to a bit of a detriment. Um, it definitely slows me down in my process, but I know that eventually once I decide to kind of 
kick the tires on my ideas, it's I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it work because that's just how I always am. I may take me a little bit longer than I hope to get there, but I'm going to get there my way. Um, and I'm going to get a w- get there in a way that I'm proud of. And so ultimately that's what matters to me. And it, that's what should matter to you. I don't want you to just start kicking down doors and getting in the room with people. You have to be ready for that. You have to be ready mentally. You got to be ready skillfully. You got to be ready in every way to ever kind of just impress someone in a way that you'll be really proud of. Unless your skills are that good and you just, for whatever reason, don't believe in yourself, I would say, you know, you got to believe in yourself. You got to trust your talent, trust your ability. And I had to do that myself, but definitely, you know, it's, it's everything. It's mindset, it's skill, it's ability, it's confidence, it's managing your anxiety or for work and, and everything else going on in your life as well. Not just work, not just your career, not just money, but there's other external factors, whether it's family and um, your financial situation, whatever the case may be, there's a lot of different things that can impact your life, the way you feel about things and your actual mindset. But until all those things are in place, it's very difficult to kind of sell yourself in some aspects. But knowing the right people, networking can help you get there a lot faster because you already have that pre-built relationship that can help you garner future earnings, especially just having that initial relationship with someone and then leveraging that in the future in a way that's not so money groveling and and money hungry or or like a hustling mentality. You still got to hustle. You still got to work hard, but definitely, at least as far as I'm concerned, I believe in garnering these relationships, building building people up and helping people out is much more important to me than ever just earning a quick paycheck or earning a a small job here or there because ultimately if that's how I'm going to approach things it's not going to build long lasting relationships it's going to be short it's going to be one project only and I want to build relationships where it's a long time there's a lot of projects we work on we build a, a company up together or we market a company up together from 100 followers to 1000 followers to 10000 followers to 100000 followers and we just slowly make it bigger and bigger and bigger. And I want to do that with a few different businesses, um, a few different companies. If it ends up being my company or working for another company, these are the kind of things that I want to do to help build people up to in- improve their presence in any way, whether that's just their storefront presence, their online presence, or just promoting them in general. These are the kind of things that, at least for me, I think is uh, m- one of my best skill sets and one of the things that I do best. So, again, you know. There's a lot of things going through my head right now. There's a lot of stuff that I want to talk about. But for now, I just need to get my headspace organized. I want to maybe try and talk to you guys again this week just to kind of recap to see how things went. Um, Because I am planning on having a pretty packed week, potentially sharing some of my work with you guys and maybe like a secret Dropbox or something of just some of the things I've been working on. I don't know if you, you would enjoy something like that, but... Definitely, I want to try and hammer that out, get really regimented, maybe share my schedule, maybe start like a private Instagram or something of a way that you guys can see some of the things that I'm doing beyond just what you hear me talk about. So you can kind of see. And honestly, I need you guys to hold me accountable. And that's one of the things that I think is really important about this podcast for me is just the fact that I can be held accountable. I want you guys to hold me accountable. I want to be held accountable, whether that's, you know, on Twitter, whether that's, you know, reaching into my DMs or even if you guys want me to make like a private Instagram or something where you can see all the things I'm doing to hold me accountable for all of my work, all the things that I'm doing, the things I say I'm doing, things I'm preaching. And then I want you guys to share with me the things that you're doing, the things that have been helping you. Like for me right now, it's scheduling, it's planning. And, you know, maybe I'll make another podcast. Maybe um, I'll talk about it some more. And so maybe some of the books that I'm reading and just some different things I've been trying to help me get to where I want to go. You know, it's all about 
driving yourself to get to where you want to be. And like I talked about visualizing before, and, and I've been visualizing a lot. And like I said, kind of, I want to talk to you about what those goals are. I'm, I don't think I'm quite there yet. So if you made it this far and I know I wanted to talk about my goals, I think that's going to have to be in the next episode because I'm still kind of figuring it out. But I think I have a pretty good idea. Like I just explained to you how I want to help build people up, build businesses up, build individuals up, whatever the case may be. But I do think that there's still a little bit more I want to figure out. But for right now, it's a lot of planning, a lot of scheduling, a lot of figure things out and ultimately just building up my skills, trying new things, networking with new people, building new relationships, hopefully lifelong lasting friendships. And that's about it. That's that's pretty much it. You know, I was I'm very happy with where I am so far. This podcast has done more for me than I can ever expect. I can't thank you guys enough for listening, for supporting, for showing me that love that you did. Um, if you're rating, reviewing the show, thank you so much. If you're, you know, just listening, I appreciate it. Honestly, it's it means more to me than you guys can possibly understand because I, I do listen back. I think about some of the things I said and I almost want to make another podcast and be like, oh, I wish I said this and that. And, and I hope that things come across in the right way. And if they don't, I want you guys to reach out to me and let me know, hey, this didn't quite make sense to me. Can you explain it more? And some of the ideas that I may have, because they may not make sense in the moment, but definitely it's, it's, it's still forming, you know, there's still a lot to figure out. It's not concrete yet, but it's becoming there. And it's, it's coming very, very soon. I want you all to know that it's coming very, very soon. And I'm excited for it. I'm excited for where I'm headed. I hope you all are excited for where you're headed because we're all headed in an amazing place, the right direction. And I can't wait to share it all with you. So thank you so much for listening to the Real Life Podcast, episode three. I'm your host, Jordan Richards. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I'm out.